So we are going to start with a tool called uh, Three Circles, and I want to start with the kind of the purpose of the tool. That way, everybody knows uh, exactly what it's for, why we're using it, and uh, before we dive into kind of the how of walking through it. Uh, the purpose of the Three Circles is really to equip and train disciples of Jesus how to actually go out and share the gospel. I Again, I've been doing ministry for 18 years now, and one of the biggest things I see is not necessarily that people, uh, the followers of Jesus, don't want to. There are some that don't. There are some followers of Jesus, as we all know, who don't want to share the gospel. They're nervous. They're, you know, whatever. Um, but for those that do, it's not so much a matter of, um, you know, not wanting to. It's the matter of, I don't know how, I don't know how to say it. And for years, what the church has been really good at is uh, they've been really good at getting the paid professionals into the right positions. Uh, you go and get your Bible college degree, uh, your, uh, your doctorate degree, your uh, ministry degree of whatever kind. And then you come into the church and you take on that kind of professional role and that is all well and good, uh, except for what's happened in, well, at least from what I see practically, is that most followers of Jesus just then rely on the paid professional to do all the sharing. Oh, well, if we're going to grow the church, the paid professional has to do that. They have all the answers. They know how to reach people. They know how to share the gospel. They know how to run the church service. They know how to, how to, how to. And then whenever we say, oh, hey, by the way, the, uh, the call to make disciples and the mission of Jesus is actually for every single believer. And there's this look of panic on their face of like, wait, I, I didn't go to Bible college. That's the first, that's almost the first response I get from everybody who I initially will say, Hey, God wants you to do this. And the first response is almost always, but I didn't go to Bible college as if you have to go to Bible college to know how to share the gospel of Jesus. And uh, so trying to almost now take this stuff and rework for people this idea that you don't actually have to go to Bible college to, uh, to share the gospel. There are actually ways to do that uh, without spending a bunch of money on a degree. And so the three circles is one of those tools uh, that we use to train people how to share the gospel. Now, once they have the tool and the equipping, now it's up to them and the boldness of the Holy Spirit to actually move forward, the Holy Spirit to lead them to actually follow through in obedience. There's a bunch that comes along with that. But to begin, here's a tool that will train you and equip you to know how to share the gospel in a really simple way in about two minutes or less, maybe, maybe a little longer as you're starting out. So here's who this tool is perfect for. Uh, this tool is perfect for new believers, people that are excited about their faith. Uh, they're pumped up. Maybe they've just been baptized and now they want to share with somebody. They want to do something with it. They've got a lost neighbor that they really want to reach and now they want to share. But what do I share? What do I say? What do I do? This is one of those tools you can train and equip them to have on hand to actually begin those conversations. Uh, it's a perfect tool for believers, disciples of Jesus who are excited about their faith, who they were reading along one day and they got to Matthew 28 and they realized they had to do something. It was actually up to them to go and do something. And now they're excited and they want to take a next step and they want to share. And they've come to you and they've said, but now what do I do? What do I say? How do I actually do this? And now this is a tool you can train them in and equip them with so that they can begin um, actually sharing their faith and the gospel um, with people that they know. Um, and it's also a perfect tool for pastors, 
uh, church leaders, ministry leaders, uh, team leads, volunteers, whoever, some of the kind of key people at your church who are trying to lead the effort in disciple making. So whoever those people are, this is a great tool to hand them and train them and equip them in to be able to then go to their teams or go, go to their church or go to whoever's around them and say, this is how we're going to share uh, the gospel. Now, there's going to be a bunch of stuff along the way in this conversation where um, uh, you can customize this tool quite a bit for your conversation as it's needed, uh, and you'll be able to do that over time as you get more acquainted with the tool itself. Uh, but at least to start, we're going to start with a, a basic approach to the uh, to the three circles, and you'll be able to start to get a feel. Uh, for how it all goes from uh, from there. So we're going to begin uh, simply by uh, walking through the tool itself. Uh, we're just going to walk through that uh, together. I'm going to share it with you. And then we're going to walk, uh, we'll go back to the beginning and we will diagram, um, we'll diagram out the uh, the tool, the three circles. Um, so let me let me lay it out this way uh, initially. You're having a conversation with somebody, uh, whether they're a believer or non-believer, and uh, you're just kind of beginning the gospel conversation with them. Um, it sounds maybe something like this. Um, don't you get that sense that, you know, we, we've got these longings for something more in life? You know, what's the, what's the big thing, for instance, you want out of your marriage? Wouldn't you love it if your marriage was perfect? Wouldn't you love it if your finances were perfectly in order? Wouldn't you love it if, uh, wouldn't it just fill a hole inside of you if you woke up every single day in perfect meaning and joy and purpose and you knew exactly why you were on this earth and you knew exactly what it was uh, that you were supposed to do and you just walked through life uh, as if everything was completely fulfilled in you? And you can start there and you can say, that's actually how God de designed it to be perfect, that we would walk with him in a perfect relationship. We would have meaning and joy and purpose in all things that we do. And that was the original intent. But, but don't you walk through life and kind of experience something completely different? You experience relationship. We've, some have experienced a divorce financial collapse, um, and all kinds of difficult things and, and, um, and difficult moments, right? Um, we, we walk through life and we sense this brokenness, that something is not quite right. And we try a lot of things to fix that. We, uh, we jump out and we really pursue our career. Well, if, I, if I, my finances are off, I must just need to work harder and I pursue a career and I pursue uh, promotions and I push and I push and I push. And as the old saying, mo money, mo problems goes, right? Uh, you pursue and you push and you just get sucked right back in to the brokenness and it doesn't work. And along the way, you end up addicted to all kinds of things, um, addiction to, uh, to, to alcohol, to gambling, to drugs, to whatever it might be that you've been using to try to, to, to fill a hole, to make right. And it just sucks you into more brokenness, more pain, and it doesn't actually fulfill you. It might for a time, but eventually it sucks you back into brokenness. And what the, the Bible says is actually the solution for that. Or the reason why we can't seem to bridge that gap is because of something called sin. And we can't go back to the way it was because we have fallen short, because we have sinned. And the only way for there to be any sort of resolution to this whatsoever is for God to do it. 
And so God steps into the equation. He sends his son Jesus to this earth to live a perfect, sinless life, to lead a life of ministry and service, ultimately to die on a cross for us, to sins and to give us new life with Christ. And, and the Bible says, the way the Bible describes it is that the way that we are reconciled back to the Father, the way we get back to what the purpose and the meaning and the eternal longings of our soul are, is to actually get back to them through what Jesus Christ has done for us. And so the Bible says to, to take that step into Jesus Christ and to be united with Jesus Christ, we take a step of baptism. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, we surrender to Jesus Christ. In, in essence, we make him king. We surrender to him. We make him king of our life. We say, I will, I will do life the way you tell me to do life. And whenever we make that step, we make Jesus king. We surrender to him. We begin to walk in his purposes. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 that we become a new creation and that everything has now changed. And we begin to walk in new meaning and new purpose and new joy that God gives us as he leads us into the next Thing into the, the mission that he has for us. So in verbal form, we're just kind of talking through it. That's three circles. That's, that's covering um, eternal longings and perfection. It covers uh, sin and brokenness, and it covers uh, what God is doing about the sin and brokenness. And now what I want to do uh, as best I can is I want to try to uh, diagram that for you. And um, what you're going to be able to do is uh, take the diagram. I'm actually going to share some graphics with you guys once all of this is over. And uh, that way, if you want to practice on that or just keep one handy, um, you can do that. But we're going to go ahead and diagram out three circles. You can see what it looks like in a visual form. And this is the tool you would actually be able to use at a, you know, sitting down at a Panera or whatever with someone on a napkin or a paper plate or wherever you could just diagram this out. Um, in visual form. Um, so here's kind of what it looks like. I start with a circle on the bottom. Not everybody does, but that's where I start. This is the first circle. These are our eternal, uh, eternal longings in life. I'm trying to make sure everybody can see that. There we go. That's roughly right. Um, these are the eternal longings uh, of, of our soul, the, the parts of us that we, the, we want uh, uh, the best out of life, purpose and meaning and joy and all of those things. And many times we'll simply illustrate that uh, by, drawing, um, by drawing a heart. This is the eternal longings of, of who we are. And we are seeking in this, we are seeking uh, purpose and we're seeking joy and we're seeking love. We want love in all of our relationships. We want the, the best. We long for these things. The problem is we experience something different in life than perfection. We experience this other circle over here. And this circle is more what we experienced in real life. It's broken. And you can kind of draw that out how you want. Just put a crack through there or something, uh, some, something that kind of symbolizes brokenness. And in this brokenness, we, we search all over the place to try to get back to this, to try to find this kind of perfection. We do a lot of things. We pursue, like we said, career. Um, we put too much pressure on uh, personal relationships to fulfill us. If I can just find the right person then my life will be happy. If I can just find the right 
husband, if I can just find the right wife, the right fish is out there. I just have to keep going. And we put the weight of my purpose and my fulfillment on that other human being who is also experiencing their own brokenness. That should tell you about where this is going to go. So we have relationships. We have, uh, you know, marriages and things of that nature. And all of these things we pump all of our effort into and they all just suck us back into more brokenness. The, the, the husband, the wife thing doesn't work out. They're not who we thought they would be and things go south. Um, money. Uh, we, we gamble it away or we, we get too risky with it and then it goes away and we just get sucked into more brokenness. There's so much that we try and it just comes back into the, into the pain. And the reason why we can't bridge this gap on our own is because of sin. Sin is the, is the thing that is keeping us from experiencing God's best for us. And so we walk in this mess here for the time being. Now, God sees all of this playing out, and God knows he is the one who has to do something about it. We can't fix this on our own. So God steps into the equation with a third circle. And in this circle, he sends us Jesus. And Jesus comes down into the mess, into our brokenness. He lives a perfect life, a life of ministry, a life of service. He dies on the cross. He's, uh, he's resurrected three days later. That whole part of the story, Jesus comes down into our brokenness to restore us, to bring us to new life, to bring us back to this over here that we so desperately long for. And the Bible now says, okay, the way we actually make this complete is we take a step of surrender here. So to get from brokenness to the cross, we say, I'm going to surrender to Jesus in the waters of baptism. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Peter said, repent, be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins so that you can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Romans 6 says, there is no, or, uh, Romans 8 says, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Romans 6 says, those who are buried with Christ now identify with Christ, are clothed with Christ. So when we take this step of surrender in baptism to make Jesus Lord, we are in essence saying Jesus is the King. So Jesus is now king. He is now master. He now rules everything about me. He is going to be in charge and tell me what to do, and I'm going to do things his way. But when I take this step, I become a new person. When I become the new person, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says that now I am actually, as a new creation, I am called as an ambassador to go and to reconcile others to the Father. So once I commit myself to Jesus Christ, my new calling in life as an ambassador of God is actually to go from this side of the, of the diagram back into the brokenness to share with people in the brokenness about Jesus so that more people can experience what he has for them. And thus, three circles becomes a cyclical over and over thing that is meant to multiply generationally to every single person on the planet.
Now, three circles can end up being done a bunch of different ways. What I would encourage you to do is I would encourage you to take the diagram and to practice it. I'm going to send one out so you can actually use it, draw it out, practice it yourself uh, and all that stuff. And that, that's going to be great, but you should definitely practice it. I've used it for um, uh, different, uh, different people, different spaces, different um, places they're at in their own walk. I have used it with people who are uh, not followers of Jesus Christ yet, and it becomes a great tool to help them see what that process looks like as a whole. Um, I've used it with believers who are struggling in faith. Uh, sometimes they've just said, I don't know what all of this means. What's it all about? What's the big picture? Help me to see what's going on. And this actually became a really nice tool to help explain the worldview of the Christian faith. What is it that a Christian believes? Christians believe uh, that God designed us perfectly, that we are now broken because of sin. So God had to send Jesus. And I mean, you now have, in essence, the, the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Um, sometimes on this front end by the eternal longings, uh, depending upon how the conversation is going, um, sometimes I've used an answer that person gives to kind of point them here. Um, I've used Adam and Eve in that circle before and said, when God originally began, there were people that walked with him in perfection. Can you imagine what that must have been like to walk with God in perfection, side by side with him, having a conversation in the garden? As a follower of Jesus, isn't that the relationship with God we long for? Like we want to walk with God that way, but there's all this stuff in the way. So I mean, you can even use it from that perspective to walk with believers through the process to get them into the, into the whole thing. Um, but it just takes practice. It takes, this is the basics of it. Then you take it and you practice it, you get better at it. And then you can use it as you need. Again, it is a tool. It is not the only way to share the gospel. It is a tool to help you share the gospel effectively with people who need to hear it. So again, if you're a pastor and you're looking for a gospel share tool for uh, discipleship in your own church or something of that nature, this is a great path. Uh, it's also a great path for those who are in your church who are already making disciples and they just need some more fuel on the fire of, okay, but now what? And I'm ready for the next you can use it for that as well. Uh, but this becomes a great way to simply share the gospel message of, of Jesus um, and to begin that conversation uh, with other people. So my, my big ask out of all this is that you uh, start to practice. So what I would love to do is I would love to hear from you as you practice. So uh, for instance, you can go to my uh, Facebook page where this event was hosted. And uh, on the event page, you can leave a comment, uh, reach out and just kind of share a comment of how things went, who you're planning to share it with, uh, those types of things. I would love to hear how it goes. Maybe you tried a couple of times and you've got questions. Hey, help me understand this didn't go as well as I thought, or I didn't understand this piece, all that kind of stuff, but let me know. Um, the one thing I did just think of, uh, a lot of times when we do the three circles, we try to uh, do as many uh, drawings and visuals as possible so that it's easy to remember. If, um, if you're talking to um, somebody that's just either just given their life to Christ or is a new believer, sometimes, you know, the, the commentary type approach to things can feel overwhelming. Like, what am I reading? And what is that word? And where did that come? I didn't even know that was a book in the Bible or whatever. And so we use as many visuals as we can to try to um, to help people remember it in a very simple way. But just for your benefit, 
um, to give you kind of the scriptural backing on some of these things as well. Sin, we use Romans 6, Romans 3.23, for all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Um, up at baptism, we use Acts 2.38, um, uh, just as that step of, of baptism is shared there very, very clearly at the beginning of the church. And then over here by the new man, we use 2 Corinthians 5.17-21. Uh, to 21. And that's where you find your a whole other tool on the topic, but you find your purpose for the why of making disciples because your identity is now you are a new creation in Christ with a calling as an ambassador to go and make disciples. But that's 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 21. So you're new and you're an ambassador and now you're called back into the brokenness to help share with other people who Jesus Christ is is and that is the three circles that is a gospel share tool uh, and can be trained and equipped into your people uh, so that they can go out and um, at least begin the process start the conversation and um, share the gospel with people around them that they uh, that they would like to see come to know Jesus so again go out and practice and um, leave me a comment on Facebook or reach out to me on uh, on any of those social media channels I would love to connect with you hear how it goes uh, if you give it a try I would love to hear about how that goes as well and if you have questions uh, please uh, please reach out and let me know I'll answer those as quickly as I can all right that's three cir uh, three circles thank you so much guys for coming and I will uh, See you the next time we, we do this. <laughs>